Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light, the private writings of the Saint of Calcutta, chapter 8 continued, section 13, to become an apostle of joy. During her yearly retreats, Mother Teresa would review her life and renew her commitment to strive after holiness. And she was very demanding of herself. In April 1957, she made known to Archbishop Perrier her determination to uproot the defects of her strong personality. Following through on her resolution of the previous year, She set herself to overcome her shortcomings by meekness and humility. I speak my faults. Sometimes I have been rather quick and harsh in voice when correcting the sisters. Even with the people, I have been impatient a few times. For these and all my other faults, I humbly ask pardon and penance and beg a renewal of my general permissions, of giving, receiving, buying, selling, borrowing, lending, destroying, of giving these permissions to the sisters in kind and in money. For the sisters in all the works of the society, and I beg you to admonish me for all my faults. I want to be a saint according to his heart, meek and humble. Therefore, at these two virtues of Jesus, I will try my best. My second resolution is to become an apostle of joy, to console the sacred heart of Jesus through joy. Please ask Our Lady to give me her heart so that I may with greater ease fulfill his desire in me. I want to smile even at Jesus, and so hide, if possible, the pain and the darkness of my soul, even from him. The sisters are making a very fervent retreat. We have much to thank God for giving us such generous sisters. To commit herself to becoming an apostle of joy when, humanly speaking, she might have felt at the brink of despair, was heroic indeed. She could do so because her joy was rooted in the certitude of the ultimate goodness of God's loving plan for her. And though her faith in this truth did not touch her soul with consolation, She ventured to meet the challenges of life with a smile. Her one lever was her blind trust in God. Her magnanimous desire to hide her pain even from Jesus was an expression of her great and delicate love. She did all she could not to burden others with her sufferings. Even less would she wish her sufferings to be a burden to her spouse, Jesus. Compared to his sufferings and those of his poor, she did not consider her pain worth calling attention to. She aspired 
instead to console his heart through joy. For this she counted on Mary's support. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. When we hear that Mother Teresa struggled to be meek, this should give us encouragement. When she struggled to be patient with her sisters and the poor, this should also give us encouragement. Why? Well, Mother Teresa at this point has been living the life of a missionary for over 20 years. She's been living in this incredible intimacy with Christ for over 10 years since her inspiration. God has led her along an incredibly purifying path. And still, she finds it difficult at times to be patient, to be kind, to be gentle, to be humble, in a word, to be meek. And why is this an encouragement? Well, if after all this it's not easy for her, then we who are still trying to catch up to her, we who are just beginning, should not be surprised that we also find it difficult at times to be meek and humble. To be meek and humble is to be like Jesus. But we have original sin. We have bad self-love and pride. We have a great spiritual enemy and some capital sin in our soul. Then we have our personal sins, which have caused damage to our relationship with God and others and within ourselves. We've grown up with imperfect examples, imperfect teachers. We have imperfect self-knowledge. And all of this makes it very difficult to be holy and to be consistent. And if we're not already a saint, then we have a lot of growth needed still. And so if it's hard for mother, we shouldn't be surprised if it's hard for us. And that's no reason to give up <laughs> just because it's hard, just because it makes it difficult, just because we have to struggle. That should not discourage us. What does St. Philip say? When God wants to give any virtue, it's his way to allow us to be tempted by the opposite vice. So if God wants to make Mother Teresa even more heroically meek and humble, he allows her to be tempted. For even our Lord himself, who had no disordered desires in his soul, was tempted. And through his temptations, 
He learned obedience from what he suffered. So we, too, need to be magnanimous, great souls. Let us not go around having a pity party for ourselves. Let's not go around thinking that we can't do great things for God. Let's not be small-souled. Let's not feel sorry for ourselves. Whatever we're going through should allow us to A, enter in more fully into the life of Jesus, the sufferings of Jesus, the difficulties of Jesus, and B, to allow us to understand what other people are going through, and C, should make us realize that what we're going through, generally speaking, is not that great or large compared to what other people and above all what our Lord has gone through. And so magnanimity, the magnanimous soul, wants to do great things for God because God enables us to do that. He gives us the power. And what's the magnanimous thing that Mother Teresa really wants to do? To give joy to Jesus by being joyful. She wants to console him. That no matter what happens, no matter what Jesus allows to happen to her, because that's the thing, nothing happens that our Lord doesn't allow. She wants to smile at him. She doesn't have a lot to offer, but she can offer him her smile, her cheerfulness. Is Mother Teresa faking it? Is she being hypocritical by smiling? No, because all things work for the good of those who love God. She knows that Jesus is doing something. He's up to something. <laughs> He's doing something in all this painful stuff. And with incredible faith and hope and love, even though it's hidden and away from her soul, she smiles at him. Was that hard? Yes. Should that encourage us? Yes. Because again, if it's hard for mother to be cheerful and she's a saint, and we are not yet there, and we find it hard to be cheerful, well, we shouldn't be surprised. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.